Hey everyone, it's Dane. You know, the stories I tell myself about myself can be both a blessing and a curse. You know, that inner voice, the devil on one shoulder and angel on the other, the one that's assessing, judging, labeling, categorizing, giving you a scorecard and making meaning out of everything you do and seemingly about who you even are. On some days, maybe when you're feeling optimistic about your business or what you're creating, you can be thrilled by what the voice is telling you. On others, the voice can be cynical, doubting, and even cruel about your efforts to create beautiful things. What's amazing to me, though, is how often there is little connection between the voice, the one that I'm paying so much attention to, and what is actually happening. Regardless of what I feel, what is true? And if I want to get the most out of what I'm making for a living, what message should I be telling and hearing? Well, this week's question cuts right to the heart of this phenomenon, and I think you're going to love it. Our theme this week, you are what you tell yourself. I'm Dane Sanders, and this is Converge. Hi, Dean. My name is Amanda Mealy. I'm calling you from Long Island, New York, and I'm actually a member of the Better Together Long Island group. I am a newer photographer specializing in boudoir. My question is a big one, but how, how do I assess what I'm worth and lose the newbie mentality that I, I can't seem to shake? Um, it's an issue that, that is perpetually in my way, and I'm constantly undercharging. I'm not, not even to get business but mostly because I don't think I can get bookings if I charge more. And I know that's a mistake, but I still do it. (laughs) And the business that I do get isn't even my ideal client. So my question really is, how do I lose that mentality? How do I assess what I'm worth and go after that and uh, unmake my uh, mess, if you will? And and what steps can I take to make 2013 my year? That's my question. It's a big one. I don't know if you have an answer or not, but I appreciate you listening and appreciate all the work that you do. I'm a huge fan. And best regards. Thank you. Bye. Now, your question was really interesting to me on a lot of levels, because I think, as you know, the nature of this show is to listen to the question real carefully and and try to get underneath the question to figure out, is there more to the story? And there always is. Everyone, me, everyone, whenever we ask a question, there's always more to the story. And I'm I'm smelling something here, and I want to check in with you on it. You use the phrase, a newer photographer, and, and I'm wondering, what the heck does that mean? That's a good question. You know, I guess I, what I mean by that is, I'm. It's it's new to call myself a photographer. I okay. So what you're what you're telling me this is not some kind of objective measure or anything. This is what you tell yourself about yourself. Apparently, <laughs> yes. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So currently, if you're having a little conversation with yourself in your head, and you say to yourself, "I am a newer photographer." Can you hear how in that language you're setting up an obstacle that is solely located between your ears? Yeah, <laughs> actually, when I hear it, when I hear you say that, it becomes glaringly obvious. But I didn't it didn't occur to me till just now that that's that makes total sense. But it didn't occur to me at all. I find I'm, I'm a little, if not hypercritical, critical of myself and uh, think of myself as a photographer. It almost seems like something I have to sort of like mumble when I say, like, I don't, you know, I guess I'm just not, uh, 
confident enough to, to call myself a photographer without expecting someone to throw like a shoe at me or, you know. At what point will someone come up to you and say, guess what? You have officially, Amanda, <laughs> jumped over the the the, uh, the wall and, and now you are officially no longer a newer photographer. You are officially what? Like... That's a good point. Yeah, like no one's going to hit me like a sticker or a t-shirt at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, I, did, I don't know. It never, it never occurred to me that that would, um, I guess based on the way I've set it up, that would be like the natural progression that I'm expecting at some point like a light to go off or, but um, yeah, I suppose that's something I have to do. Just say, take off the newer and just, you know, say I'm a photographer. What if the fact that you're feeling conscious about your work, that there's room for improvement, what if that actually was a sign that you are progressing in the craft? Like that old adage of everyone, when they first start out, are unconsciously incompetent. That's that stage when everyone says you're awesome and mm-hmm. you, know, you, you have an eye for this and you should go do this. And then all of a sudden you're at it for a while and you see other great work. You do develop a better taste and you realize, wow, relative to everyone else, I've graduated from unconsciously incompetent to consciously incompetent. And I'm awake to the reality of where I'm at, which means you've actually moved further along. Meanwhile, there may, there actually may be a moment where you become unconsciously competent, where you are actually getting better at the craft uh, at a level that is legitimate as a professional, but you're not aware of it because you're so self-critical. I see what you're saying. And, yeah. then, and then, well, wait, wait, wait. What if you could actually get to the point of being consciously competent? In which case, you're probably pretty humble because you know what the stages you had to go through to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But but you're 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 confident. You're awake. You're conscious to what you can pull off. What if that wasn't kind of the trajectory you're headed for? That would be really cool. I don't think that occurred to me at all. Honestly, I think I never went past the point where I'm inferior and painfully aware of it and, you know, feel the need to stick the word newer on myself. Really what you're representing is very human. It's very mm. normal. There's no one who is any good at anything who hasn't gone through these stages ever. Mm. All this, these um, myths of outliers who are, uh, they kind of woke up and they were awesome. If you actually talk to them, they'll tell you things yeah. like, oh, actually I, I woke up and, decided to work my tail off for like a decade. If I'm not sweating, if I don't feel like there's more for me to go after, then maybe I'm really not making progress. And the folks that I know who are remarkably gifted and competent, they all are confident in their craft. It's, it's like they develop vision and they have challenges and they're sweating and they're stretching. But at the mm. simultaneous to that, they have a level of ability that is objectively so, regardless of their ambition. So what, yeah. would, what would it look like for as you're kind of mapping out your own path, this lifetime of creativity in front of you, where mm. you could actually feel good about yourself as you're moving through the process of creating new and better things? Oh, um. Like if Van Gogh had figured this out, he would have had both ears. I think I just get so caught up sometimes in the notion that I'm new at this and 
I just feel intimidated by maybe my own lack of skills or, or you know, sometimes my visions fall short or something. Or maybe, maybe, or maybe you're just comparing yourself with other people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think that it occurred to me, honestly. I, I wish it had occurred to me <laughs> prior to now. <laughs> well, well, here's the good news. It has occurred to you. And yeah. and I think it, it really speaks to a lot of the other things you said in your question. Like you said things like, how can I get rid of this feeling of feeling like a newbie? And I immediately thought, well, what would a non-newbie feel like? And, <laughs> and would that non-newbie, would they be doing things to develop that feeling you're just a couple reps away from not feeling that way anymore but but the goal but the goal isn't to not feel that way the goal is to get the reps and if you get the reps the feelings will follow suit that makes a lot of sense okay what would a consciously competent photographer be doing what kind of projects would they be engaging in how would they be and this this really is all just a setup for your big question, because your big question had to do with not just photography, but making money with photography. And you right. were talking specifically about, I don't think I can get bookings if I charge more. And that was so striking to me. Can you hear how your label is yeah. predetermining your position? Totally, completely. But only when I hear it back to myself. Yeah. Well, then, now then, I, then well, the good news is this is a podcast. So just put it on auto looping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excellent. It's like light bulbs are going off, like little tiny fireworks. Like, oh, I can see in, you know, inherent in what I'm saying, the problem Hmm. or, you know, what I'm focusing on, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me based on where I really see myself. I really think this is the kind of thing, the conversations people have with themselves about themselves. That is Uh the biggest obstacle to making progress with an abundance of photographers with Mm -hmm. so much competition and talent. It's so tempting to get fixated on comparison and envy and to miss out on, well, what do you, what are you uniquely suited to create? And the real kicker here again on the convergence of business and creativity is okay. You go create that stuff and you decide, look, my aspiration is to be a consciously competent photographer who makes a fair wage for an honest living. That means that you're going to do the work that that kind of a person would be doing. You'll practice doing that on a regular basis and you'll wake up one day and go, huh, look at that. That's been happening. Lo and behold. (laughs) I definitely, I like the whole consciously competent, you know, changing my vocab a little bit. (laughs) And I think that that makes a lot, a lot more sense to me than what I, I think I have been saying to myself. Here's the invitation. What would it look like to let other people decide your competence? So you don't even have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So from a vision perspective, you can say, okay, what do I want? Where do I want? What am I aspiring to? What's the trajectory I'm on? But then right. just let the critics be the critics. If people don't hire you, guess what? You're not hitting the mark. And if they do start hiring right. you at a wage that's re- realistic, great. It's mm-hmm. just feedback. But to progress right. in the right direction, that's the point. You don't, it's not to get bookings because getting bookings is just feedback. It's, it's to establish what, a, what would a competent photographer do? What would they be charging? Live there until mm-hmm. the reality starts reflecting back to you that that's the right thing to be doing. You said, what steps can I take to make 2013 my year? And honestly, what, what occurred to me was get your head straight. 
put one foot in front of the other. And then when you wake up in 2014, you can look back and say, what was 2013 like? It's a lot less intimidating because it takes, I don't know, it feels like it takes the pressure off of me putting too much emphasis on, you know, the wrong thing instead of just focusing on where I you know, want to be and taking the steps to get there. Those steps, they come with pressure, but it's a different kind of pressure. It's not pressure about your identity or pressure about the descriptors. It's the pressure of going and doing the work, uh, right. which was the thing that got you in this game in the first place. Sure. And I mean, it, yeah, that's definitely pressure, but that's like a, I don't know, it's a, it's a hand, a manageable pressure because it's, you know, doing something I love to do and yeah, there's, you know, challenge there, but I, I think it's not calling my, you know, identity into question. It's just, you know, putting, you know, my skills to the test, but that's, you know, I can live with that, <laughs> that I like, you can grow from that. <laughs> This was episode 004 of Converge, empowering the business of creativity. FastTrackCreative.com is our home. You can find everything we've got there from community to resource to a voice recorder to courageously ask your own question for a future show. Theme music for Converge provided by TripleScoopMusic.com. Sound as good as you look. Thanks again to Amanda Mealy. Feedback is always welcome. We're at Fast Track Photo and at Dane Sanders on Twitter. Comments on the blog, thumbs up, likes, pluses, high fives, all help us understand what's helpful. For now, though, I'm your host, Dane Sanders. See you here next time. <laughs>